ladies and gentlemen, this is Bright Crack, your weekly wedding podcast for great company, banter, and good times. Now let's crack on. Hi, Catherine. Welcome back to Bright Crack. Hi, James. How are you? Yeah, I'm very, very well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, awesome. really good. So we are here today to um, to talk about wedding photography and the, the future of wedding photography. But before we dig into that, do you just want to introduce yourself to everybody and just give them a really quick overview about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Catherine. I'm from Capture This Moment Photography. I um, offer colourful natural photography for weddings. Um, I'm based in the southwest in the country, so down in the Forest of Dean. So beautiful part of the country to live in. And to work as well. So I'm lucky, yeah. I can look out and go, that's a nice forest out there. Um, yeah, so I tend to, I sort of pride myself on getting to know my couples really well so that I can get the best out of them on their wedding day and I can allow them to spend probably as much time as possible with their family and friends and not with me. That's what my plan is. That's what I, how I tend to work. And so hopefully helps me create those natural photographs by getting to know them really well. Brilliant. I think um, I'm going to give you a pat on the back. That was actually a fantastic explanation because I think that shows in your work. Um, oh, thank it really, you. really does. Yeah. So that's yeah. a great place to start. Um, so without dwelling on it, then things things in the wedding industry right now are changing. And a lot of people are saying that weddings in the future might be smaller and more intimate affairs. And I think a lot of that is going to come down to budget constraints, isn't it, for people, really? Um there's yeah. going to be a pressure. I think there is. And I think people will start to realise the things that are important to them. And I think it will come down to, like, spending time with family and friends. You know, Because yes. obviously at the moment we are limited by who we can spend time with. And as we come out the other side, we will realise that actually those things are important and perhaps not spending quite so much money on weddings. I don't want to sort of say, you know, to get away from people having the perfect day or the day that they've always dreamed of, but also just to, you know, to actually think back, actually, that spending it with family and friends is the most important part. Of it all. You know. Mm. I love the fact you've brought that up straight away, actually, because my big hope for the future right now is that people slow down. And, and yes. like you say, reconcentrate on what actually matters. And I think this is a great time for that reset to take place. Yeah, it's a wonderful time for us to reflect, isn't it, on it is. things. You know, you know, obviously, like at the moment, we're not out working because we can't. We can't, <laughs> literally. We can't, we can't go anywhere and we can't carry on working as we normally can but it's actually given us a chance to reflect on things that are important in our lives and I think even if it's just sort of like listening to the birds singing or you know the fact that it's a beautiful morning it's actually given us time to do that. It, it really has only yesterday when we were out for our daily walk with Xander um, we walked down to see the horses and the sheep in the fields a chap walked past us. Obviously, we kept on either side of the road. Yeah. Chap walked past us, took his phone out, and started taking a few pictures of horses in the field. And you just think, this is the kind of pace of life that I think we've been craving as a society yeah. for ages. And like you say, it, it will 
bleed over into the weddings. And I think the weddings that we will see going forward will be so kind of heartfelt and well thought out um, yeah. and focused. Yeah, and I think there will be perhaps less of sort of that competitiveness of like right. keeping yeah. up with um, Instagrammability. I think it was, uh, it was one of the yeah. terms. Yeah, so they're going to be. I'm hoping. Yeah, perhaps hopefully people will stop trying to think of like, oh, they had this, or I must have that, but I must have the better one. And it's actually getting right down to the, the reasons core. why we get married, mm. and the core reason why people get married, and how we want to spend that that day and who we want to spend it with. I mean, I, I like to think of myself as a an old-fashioned futurist. Um, the two things are kind of diametrically opposed. But I love this idea of, I, I mean, I, I, I crave certain things from the past. I talk to my grandpa all the time about his wedding and his experience. And, and really during the war, because it was such a, a difficult time, Mm. their wedding became such an iconic moment for them. And it was so special, even compressed and, and constrained. It was it was special for them. And they appreciate it more yeah. because it was fought for. And, um, you know, I really believe that these weddings coming forward are going to be more like that. And as you say, people dialing down the lavish. I mean, it can still be lavish in the areas where you want it to be. Yeah. But people aren't under the pressure of having to um, perform, if you like, if we can use that word. Yeah, and I think people will then hopefully start to focus on things that perhaps have a, a long-lasting value on their on their wedding day as well. So, you know, it could be a really good thing for photographers Yes. Um, by saying that actually people will might start to think, actually, yes, you know, it is really important for me to have those photographs, to have those memories. Um, because obviously they are the, you know, one of the only things that last out of a wedding day. So perhaps people may cut back on like some of the other more lavish things. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I that's think my I, hope. I think for the future that the, we the other be- thing maybe moving forward is because there will be no doubt travel restrictions in place for quite some time. Um, lots, I think, pretty much everybody now has some sort of family that live. A distance, um, yeah. sometimes abroad, often abroad, and sometimes yeah. maybe just in the UK, but a distance. And it's going to become even more important to be able to share those, the memories of the day and what happened with those people yeah. that can't make it. So I think um, you'll probably agree with me. I think people are going to probably spend a little bit more time actually thinking through professional wedding photography and who they'd like to commission for the day. Um, I think so. I think people will actually start to realise the importance of it, of more of the importance of it. I mean, you know, I think sometimes when I talk to couples, they say to me, yeah, we're not sure if we're going to have a photographer. And then you sort of like, yeah. Yes, it's that wince moment. <laughs> yeah, and you're trying not to wince. Um, and you're just sort of trying to accept that that's... What, you know, where they're coming from, yeah. That's where they're coming from. It's not a priority for them. But I'm thinking now that we are separated and we're not able to see our families or extended families as much that we might actually start to appreciate the fact of having like albums and prints of our loved ones around us so hopefully people will start to see the importance of what photography brings Mm. to lives in general yeah 
I think there's there's definitely going to be a shift towards there are so many different types of wedding photographers and um I think the ones that that really feel the emotion uh, and the connection between people they're the ones that are going to become super in demand in the future mm, because so. because that's where it's going to be at um and people double down on it and if if you think about you know, go back a few years, a few decades, okay, a few decades. Photographers, they had 12 film roles and, and like 24, you know, and they could take 24 exposures on a film roll. That's what my wedding was like. Right, that's what, and that's what my parents' wedding was like. And, and they've got an but album and it's got 10 pictures in it. That's my wedding album. There we go. It has like, I think it has about 15 photographs in it. So we have probably, they are all formals. right. So they are, you know, groups of Group people. Shots. So there's nothing from the ceremony. There's no candid moments. There's none of those spontaneous moments. Right. So they are all, they're all formal photographs. So I've got my formal groups, you know, bride, groom, the parents, bride, groom, with extended family, bride and groom with everyone. And that's my record of my wedding day. But I bet it matters and I bet you treasure it. Yeah. Because there are lots of people in those photographs that are no longer with us. Right. It is, it is nearly 25 years ago, so it's quite a long time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think if we, look, if we look back and we sort of, if we sort of take it from there then, that, that photographers used to have a very limited role at a wedding, really. And as we do as humans, the technology comes in, the mm. cameras get better, digital tech has got better, lighter, smaller, faster. People go, yeah. oh, we can use this tech. And they kind of go ballistic with it. And I think what happened was, you know, it, it became a, a rule of excess, maybe, in weddings, especially with wedding photography. Yeah. The first question, one of the most common questions, I, I kept seeing people want to know how many no. pictures does it matter? Yeah. The question is, what is the quality of those pictures and what is the content of those pictures? It is. And I, say, I, I usually I say to people, it will all depend on your day. So it will depend on what's happening. Yes. It will depend on the interactions between you, your guests, and it will just be moments as they unfold. So I will do the and um, your formal photographs. You know, I always... So to people, you know, it's always worth trying to get, you know, two or three as half, a minimum. Yeah, yeah, two or three or half a dozen. We don't want to spend forever doing them, but we should try and do some of those more formal photographs. But for the more spontaneous photographs, it is looking at your interactions. So the more of your guests, if they are characters or if they're the type of people that they interact with each other and things like that your photographers are more likely to be looking for those moments and those moments that are happening away from the bride and the groom as well, so of your guests. Mm. And I think that's what gives you the variety, isn't it, in your wedding photographs. And you should never be asking how many photographs am I going to get. You actually just want a record of your day. That you will love. Yeah. As as you unfold. So as your day goes ahead, so during bridal prep, it should be those moments between like all the girls getting ready together or all the guys getting ready together when you're doing groom prep and then right through to the ceremony because they are all spontaneous moments. They are moments we cannot recreate. This goes in very nicely with my quote of mm -hmm. why 
photography actually so it is uh, I call those moments of that happen spontaneous and get up and what we should be given couples is a record of that day and we're recording their history a history of one moment of their life isn't it absolutely yeah and I guess um from a bride and groom's perspective what they don't really understand unless you've been married before and you've been through the whole experience yourself I kind of like to think of it as a balancing act. You've got these two kinds of things. Like you say, you want a lot of interaction and a lot of moments because um, these are things that create memories. But a lot of that is down to your planning and your execution and almost curating those moments. There's a secret wedding source that you can apply that makes things happen yeah. in a way that is conducive to creating great memories. So it's slightly artificial, but the, the the weird thing here is the more of that artificial that you get right, the more real the interaction yeah. and the and the stuff is. So it, it's kind of like if you get the scales right and it takes a bit of work and you have to talk to suppliers about it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can get those magic moments that just happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Off the cuff. That's, yeah. And they're the spontaneous moments. And it's so nice when you get emails back, you know, from couples that say you captured everything about our day that we saw and the bits we didn't see and, more, the bits mm. that, and the bits that we missed or the bits yeah, that we didn't see at all. So that is really in, in my experience, talking about spontaneous moments, in my experience, um, and I've spoken to oof, uh, probably about 100 photographers in, in my time um, and worked with them too, and they sort of fall into two camps. There are photographers that love the spontaneous moments and roll with it, and photographers that try to um, correct the spontaneous moments, I think for fear of the bride and groom not enjoying that being captured. So which which camp would you say you belong to out of those two? I think I just want to roll with it. I just roll want to see, yep. just, yeah, just see what happens during the day. So if you have got, you know, trousers splitting because somebody sorry that did happen that's <laughs> what we're talking about <laughs> yeah so things like you know a group of friends all together with the bride and groom and we're just like doing a bit of a, an informal group shot and you know i you know strike a pose one did he did a lunge trousers went and the reactions to that i could not have orchestrated sure that. yeah yeah that just happened that, happened. that was spontaneous you know because of you know general current fashions were you know trousers were a little bit tighter, a little bit tighter than usual. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, and it was fantastic. But then the reaction of those series of photographs that followed that were fantastic. And I think the email I got from the bride was that they howled with laughter when they look back at their wedding photographs. She said, you know, there was lovely formal photographs, you know, with parents and grandparents and all of that. But she said we literally howled and cried with laughter. Amazing to looking back at those moments and she said and she sent me an email the other day because she was just sort of asking how I was you know with everything that was happening which was really nice you know her wedding was two years ago wow right okay yeah that's she cool me say, you know how are things are you okay you know I know it's going to be tough um and then she said to me I still look back and I still cry with laughter looking Aww. at those and that's brilliant that's, that's fantastic yeah that sort of like gives you a nice nice warm, feeling doesn't it mm. Yeah. I've actually experienced something very similar, but from the other side of the fence. Um, my brother and I were working abroad in France, and um, my brother had taken one pair of trousers. 
and he <laughs> and he uh, squatted down to take a shot, a low shot, and there was a rip. And I just looked around, and yet he'd he'd actually torn straight down the middle. His trousers were just literally two pieces of fabric held together by the belt. And I said, Simon, what what are you going to do? Because this is day one of three. What are you going to do? And uh, it's not like we had time to go and find another pair of trousers. We were working kind of morning to night, morning to night. And he said wear black boxer shorts and then it was business as usual so you know there's yeah, suppliers are like that too you know they yeah. will roll with it yeah yeah and i think those are the best moments and i think that's the most accurate record of anybody's wedding day is just to let it unfold let it yeah i'm trying not to be too worried about oh that's five minutes late mm. and stuff like that i i know though i do sort of say to brides we try not to Try not to be late. There are a couple of people we don't really want to upset on your wedding day. And usually, it's, you know, the registrar or the celebrant, because quite often they might have to go on to do Absolutely. another ceremony. And then also perhaps people that are providing the catering. Yes. Yeah. If you want your food to be good, you've got to, you've got to you've, obey the law of food. On that one. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the day, just let it go and just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've often found that um, the more... The more time spent preparing a time plan in advance and being honest about things, the more you can let go. Yeah. And because the more it actually goes to plan and the less it slips and slides and then that worry comes in. Yeah. So there there are ways of managing that. Yeah. So on that subject, then, um, what would you say you really, really love about uh, photographing weddings? What I like is that they capture a moment that is gone forever, mm-hmm. and yet it can never be, um, you know, it could never be um, reproduced. And that's what I love about photographs, and that's what I love about photographing weddings. Oh, fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. I, I think um, we have uh, a couple of large prints in our lounge. Uh, we finally got round to to printing years years after our wedding, but I'm so glad we did. And um, I think, like you say, yeah, we look at those we look at those pictures and we think we will never be that young again. Um, we will never have that group of people together again. Um, and it, and it, it isn't above everything else that we have. It's the photos. It's the photos yeah. that bring those moments back. Yeah. I was looking at some old albums of my daughter. I've been tidying up my office which is why the background is blurred, because it's okay. a terrible mess. <laughs> but, <laughs> the, um, truth, the truth I, is revealed. The truth is revealed. And I found some albums uh, from holidays, and we had great fun just looking back over those, and we were like, going, oh, do you remember when we did went on this camping trip? And you know, it's October, you were in the streams, pretending to go fishing with you know, big sticks and things like yep. that. And those, it came brought back those moments that we had and things like that. So it was really good. They're really good triggers. But we would never be able to reproduce that. My children are never going to be five. And no, eight. no, no. Yeah. It's a one-time deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which applies yeah. to the whole of the human experience. It's This is it, guys. <laughs> this, this is yeah, it. This is your once. We can't rewind and go back and do it all again. No. We have to just, you know, we live for the moment. So that being said, then, have you got any advice for couples who are shopping for a wedding photographer? Um, how do they start to work out what type of photographer they would like? And, and, you know, where do they begin that search? 
I would always suggest that they meet their wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. And I would say across the board for any wedding suppliers, really. You should meet them. You should know whether you're going to click with them. Because it's really important. I say to people, you know, I'm going to spend all day with you, your family and your friends. You need to make sure I'm going to fit in with your day. And equally, I need to make sure that I feel comfortable and I feel that I can spend the day with them as well. Yeah. So it is really important to get that bond, you know, whether it's over a cup of coffee, a gin or a glass of wine or something like that, mainly gin. But it is really, really important to meet people face to face and see whether you can get that connection. So I I guess the first the first bite is really with the eye. Um, I guess people are attracted to a style of photography, but equally important, the person. Yes. Yeah. I think it's like a combination of the Mm. two. Really, You like those that person's photographs. So when you, if you see them at a wedding fair or if you find them online, you know, by Instagram or their website or whatever, is that you like the photographs, but then you need to meet the individual behind mm-hmm. it as well. And then the two of those combined, I think, are really important. So it's got to I be think, a tick in both boxes. I think so. Yeah. And then down, it's the budget. Yeah. Just underneath. But they're all equally three. Those, those are so sort of almost sort of like on an equal level. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think, you know, you look at the style of the photographs, you think, yes, and are they consistent with their editing? So you can look at it and go, yes, that's that, that's that photographer. You know, you can look through Instagram. I don't even have to look at the names anymore. I can go, yeah, that's that photographer. That's that styles are very, that, very distinct. Yeah. Their styles. Um, and you want to make sure it's consistent across everything. But also you just need to make sure that you're going to click with them. Mm. Very often photographers are one of the only wedding suppliers that will be with them all day. Yes, yeah, that's something you've really got to take on board. Yeah, wedding coordinators, obviously at wedding venues and somewhere in wedding planners, can also be you know will also be there for most of the day. But you know the celebrants are not there all day. Your you know any your wedding band and all of those sorts of things. Yeah, they they're only there for a small portion of your day, and you need to make sure that you really love the idea of that person being around. Yeah, yeah, you need to feel comfortable inviting them into your family and your celebration. Well, just just to touch on budgets very quickly then. I, I'm, I'm of the school of thought that I know that there are a lot of budget planners out there. A lot. You can, you can go yeah. anywhere and find one. And they're basically based on the idea of having a total amount to spend and then dividing up by percentage, you know, into each kind yeah. of category. My advice to anybody is don't do that. It's a, flex, it's a flexible thing. If you meet somebody and you love them, you can find that extra budget. You think, you well, actually, I love this person far more than I ever imagined. And let's cut back a little bit on, you know, this thing. That It's okay to do that. In fact, it's a good idea. Yeah, or... You know, some photographers may offer a half-day package or be able to do a custom package to actually suit your requirements so that you can still get those moments captured. But perhaps it might not be for the whole day, but it may be, you know, a good chunk of your day. So it might be that some people decide, I don't want bridal prep captured, but Mm. I want the rest of the day. So, you know, it's always worth, if you find somebody that you really really, really connect with, you love their style of work, it's always worth just asking them and just chatting through to them with if there's any other options. 
I also think um, this is one that not many people think about. But if you if you have even the slightest inkling that that the photographer that you're chasing is going to love what you're going to propose to them, there might be something there as well. And the amount yeah. of times that people came to me and said, James do you want to to come to Venice? I'm like, of course I do. <laughs> of, course, of course I do. What could I do to get myself there? You know, so, so there's, exactly. always, there's always yeah. those kind of opportunities and, well, and there ideas. Are, there is always, a, you know, as a photographer, I have a little bucket list of all mm-hmm. these little venues that I really would love to go and work at. Right. So it's worth just asking them, you know, things yeah. like that. Perhaps that's an idea for a blog post for me to actually write and publish. My, my top list. ten, yes, my absolutely. top ten wishes on wedding venues, but also things like destination weddings as well, stuff mm. like that. If you are going to get married abroad and you want to take a UK-based photographer, then you know there may well be somebody who'd say, "Yeah, I'm up yeah, for absolutely. that." Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How can we make this work? Well, <laughs> yeah. Then it, then it becomes an exciting conversation. Absolutely. That's it. You know, so there are ways around it. And I think it is worth, you know, exploring those different avenues with your, you know, the photographer or your dream photographer for yeah. your wedding day. Because uh, if, in actual fact, that is literally what happened to Rachel and I. Is we, we approached our photographer and we said, would you be interested in coming to Scotland? And he re- he replied, <laughs> "You are kidding." <laughs> yeah, where where do I sign? Because he was based in um, in California, so so for him it was so exotic. You know, it was something. It was a must. So um, you know, we actually negotiated a really really great deal, um, and it it was a lot cheaper than we had previously imagined it would be because we secured the excitement. So yeah. you know, that's it, that conversation is always always worth having. It's always worth having. Always worth definitely. Having. I mean, I could go through a bucket list of countries that I want to go and visit. Right. <laughs> yeah, bring them on, people. Bring them on. Yeah, we bring them on. Know. yeah give me these ideas. <laughs> Fantastic. So just okay. before we wrap things up then, Catherine, you've brought an inspirational quote that you'd like to share with people. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's. Um, I did touch on it earlier, so I might have to think of another one. Sorry. Have you already, have you already spent it? You mentioned it. Did you, did you spend I the did. quote? I did. <gasps> Do you want to remind us what it was? I will remind you. I'm so sorry. I went <laughs> ahead right, of myself. Right. So it's from Carl Lagerfeld, which is, uh, what I like about photography is that they capture a moment that's gone forever, impossible to recreate. And that's why I do what I do. Brilliant. So so there it is. It's It's really, really, really important now, more than ever, to spend yeah. the time looking for the right photographer um, ticking those 2.5 boxes. It's the, it's, do you like the style? Do you like the person? person. And, and the budget yeah. is a budget's a bit flexible. So we'll leave yeah. that as a, a 0.5. We'll leave um, it definitely. definitely. Cool. And that's, that's how to, how to address that kind of planning, part of the planning yeah. going forward, I think. It is definitely. Awesome. Well, Catherine, listen, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. That's been a really, really great chat. I can't believe how helpful, um, that's going to be for people. I think we covered, Pretty much all the bases there. We got it nailed. I think we did. We covered quite a lot. We've done well. We've done well. We deserve a pat on the back. Yeah, thanks. Good talk to you, James. And you. Thank you so much. Thank you, James. Bye. Cheers. Bye.